0: To worship on this All Saints Sunday. All of our worship is here in your bulletin, so I encourage you to just simply follow along with that. And let's see, I think that's all we need to know at this point. We gather by remembering our baptism, by being honest with God, and, and uh, approaching God by calling for his mercy in our confession. So please stand. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Renew us and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen.
1: and joy, through Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord.
2: Amen. Amen. You may be seated, and I invite our young people, children, forward, for our children.
3: A saint is somebody who maybe has helped us, or helped you in your life, or helped you maybe know about God, or helped you um, when you needed something. So who, who would you think might be a saint in your life? Any ideas? Someone who's helped you? Yes. Your mom and your dad, for sure. How about you? When you're scared, maybe that your parents help you or godparents or how about teachers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, teachers for sure. Sunday school teachers. Maybe just somebody that takes a special interest in you at church or something, right? Well, I have news for you. Guess what? Every one of you is a saint too. You became a saint when you were baptized, you're also a, a sinner, sinner, like we all are saint and sinner. But you are God's saints. So I want you, can you say that right now? Can you say, I am a saint? You are a saint. And Jesus uses uses you and the lights that you are to help all of his people in this world. So however that might be, by maybe just saying a kind word, or maybe just um, helping someone when they need help, there's all kinds of things you do as saints. So saints... Have a good day, and you can head back to your seats.
4: The first reading is from Ephesians, the first chapter. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and have believed in Him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of His glory. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you, as I remember you in my prayers. of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named. Not only in this age But also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet, and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The word of the Lord.
3: Zacchaeus, the wee little man. (laughs) His church year is winding down, so this story is the last one that happens in Luke before Jesus heads to Jerusalem and his death on the cross. And I'm growing to think as I've studied this story that Luke wants to challenge us with this story. We've been reading Luke this whole year. And the story has set us up to believe some things about Zacchaeus. What's his job? Tax collector. collector. Are they good guys? No. Thieves and scoundrels, usually. Do people like them? No, hardly ever. Because to make money, of course, they overcharged on taxes and kept the difference. That's how they got paid by Rome. And not only was Zacchaeus a tax collector, He was the chief of them all. This is the only place in the Bible we meet a chief tax collector. And we're also told that he's rich. Luke has been talking about being rich quite a bit. We just met a rich man who, when asked to give away all that he had, couldn't do it. So he departed from Jesus in sadness. There was the rich man who was begging poor Lazarus to give him some water as he languished in Hades. There does not seem to be a lot of hope for Zacchaeus, because also he's short, which is a word that could also mean he's got low moral standing. Nobody likes this little guy. And one day a crowd gathers to see Jesus, and Zacchaeus can't see over them. Think about this for a moment. If you lived in a town and one of the richest people in town couldn't see someone going by, don't you think you would move or maybe they'd hire someone to lift them up or, I don't know, buy a ladder? Something's going on here because the crowd seems to be actually trying to prevent Zacchaeus from getting to see Jesus. So he climbs a tree, which even that is odd. (laughs) Probably not different from then as it is now, because do adults usually climb trees? No, that's a a kid thing, right? So imagine you're at whaling days, watching the prey. And you know the owner of Costco, or the president of Kitsap Bank, or the CEO of Harrison Hospitals behind you, and he can't see because he's too short. So he climbs a tree to get a spot on the parade route to see That's what this would have been like. Luke is setting us up. Here is this rich chief tax collector. No one likes him. No one will give him the time of day. Not only will they not let him see Jesus, they were likely trying to keep him behind them precisely so he couldn't see Jesus. Well, Zacchaeus climbs a tree, a sycamore tree, so he can see. And Luke has been doing a lot with sight and seeing Jesus and how important that is. The story of the ten lepers we read, the one who gives thanks does so because he sees that Jesus healed him. In the story right before this, a blind man receives sight and in response starts to follow Jesus. When you see Jesus, it changes you. And here we have Zacchaeus who's willing to do just about anything to see Jesus as he's walking by. Zacchaeus really goes out on a limb. and as jesus passes by he looks up in the tree sees him declares zacchaeus hurry on down for i must stay at your house today that's another word luke loves today and luke when you see jesus it matters for your life right here right now today and as zacchaeus scrambles down he was so happy he could hardly contain himself but the crowd They grumble. There goes that Jesus again, eating with sinners, hanging out with them, being a guest in their homes, not acting like we want him to act. But Zacchaeus turns to Jesus, and this is interesting. I don't know if you noticed Joyce read the lesson. She left out a couple of words. The NRSV puts those verb tenses in the future. It it says, Zacchaeus says, I will give half my possessions to the poor, and I will repay anyone who I've wronged by four times. But actually, in the Greek, they are present tense verbs. Zacchaeus is already doing these things. In effect, what Zacchaeus is doing is opening his bank statements or his tax returns and saying, you guys have me wrong. I give away half of what I make to the poor. I am not the bad guy, you think I am. If I cheat anyone, I repay them four times. You know, here's the thing about translation. (laughs) You're always going to be doing some interpreting when you translate. And if you look up that present tense Greek verb, translators have been so confused by it that they, some say, kind of invented a present tense verb that can sometimes be future tense. Because this is the only place in the Bible that has that tense. But the thing is, usually what scholars, Bible scholars, believe we need to do is go with the harder understanding. Because our tendency is to make things easier. So what I think is happening here is Luke is judging the crowd and maybe us as well. You know how we make up our minds about who's in and who's out before we ever get to know them? We are totally set up to think Zacchaeus is the bad guy, but it turns out he's generous and he loves Jesus. He's a saint and a sinner. Did you catch what Jesus does? He reminds the crowd Zacchaeus is a son of Abraham just as much as you. Today, salvation has come to Zacchaeus' house, Jesus says. In this story, the word sin is never said, and neither is the word repent. I don't know, when I was in Sunday school, I always thought of Zacchaeus as this sinner who goes to Jesus and after Jesus eats with him, promises to turn over a new leaf, give away all his money, a classic conversion story with future tense verbs. But I'm beginning to wonder if Luke is trying to get us to see how Jesus comes seeking the lost. And that being lost comes in all kinds of shapes and sizes. And that we don't get to decide who gets to see Jesus by blocking their way. And that when you go out on a limb, who knows what might happen. Zacchaeus think about him. He was probably this guy that felt like no matter what he did, he couldn't win. Just by virtue of his job or his height or whatever, he was shut out. He hears Jesus is coming to town, and after trying desperately to see him, climbs a tree, goes out on that limb, and there Jesus spots one of his children, calls him by name, and goes to his home. Maybe when Zacchaeus went out on that limb, Jesus decided to use Zacchaeus to show the crowd that Jesus gets to pick who is seen. They might have thought they had Zacchaeus all figured out, but Jesus truly saw him. And if you're lost, it doesn't matter who you are because Jesus is coming to find you too. Today is All Saints Day. Today at the 11 o'clock service through baptism, Tony Rupp will become a new saint in the kingdom of God. Today, three of our young saints will receive a Bible they've studied and highlighted and which contains stories like the story of Zacchaeus. And I hope as they grow and read their Bibles, they will see that those stories are about them. Zacchaeus has something so important to teach us. And that is no matter your size, your stature, your paycheck, your abilities, what people think of you, Jesus sees you. Zacchaeus knew that, and he was willing to climb out on that limb and show that whole town that Jesus was for him too. Because Jesus loves finding the lost. And isn't that what saints do? remind us of that fact? Today on All Saints Day, I want you to think about who may have gone out on a limb for you in your life. What saint will you think of when you light a candle at communion time today? I was thinking about Pastor Amy. When I was in college, I was really struggling with whether I wanted to be a pastor because I dis- didn't know how I could possibly be a pastor and, you know, still be cool.
2: <laughs>
3: well, that and, you know, a few other things. So Pastor Amy went out on a limb and told me, Paula, why don't you just go to seminary and see if you like it? If you don't, you can always quit. Well, that had never occurred to me. And when she said that, it was like this weight was lifted off my shoulders and I thought, I'm just going to go. I can always quit. Turns out I loved it. I've been asking people who has gone out on a limb for them this week. I heard a story about a teacher who got so excited about chemistry, you just couldn't help but start to think oxidation and reduction were just the best. And his student is now a doctor. I heard a story about a coworker who just seems to sense when you might need a break and is willing to go out on a limb and step in and ease your burden when things get busy and this person is feeling overwhelmed. One man told me his cousin went out on a limb for him by taking him on a road trip, and they talked, and he finally figured out that he was unhappy at his job. So he signed up for night classes and is now doing something totally new, and it's changed his life. A woman told me that one time she got a $100 bill in the mail, no return address, just a sticky note that said, I know this time of year is tough, thinking of you. Her unnamed saint went out on a limb, saw her need, and helped her, no strings attached. And she's never forgotten it. When I think about the people who have gone out on a limb for me, they're just regular people. I honestly can't even remember all of their names. But they helped me remember that when I feel lost, I'm never alone. And that Jesus uses so many saints like you and you and you and you and all of you. Even though at the very same time, we're all also so very full of sin. Well, that is what is great about Zacchaeus. Here is a guy who no one gave any credence to, full of sin, but in his own way, helping out, saint and sinner, out on a limb, trying to see Jesus. Don't you think Jesus loves it when we go out on a limb like that to see him? He loves it because he lived it. When Jesus saw Zacchaeus, he was on his way to go out on the limb of the cross to save every single one of us lost saints and sinners and because of that limb jesus went out on i'm here to tell you silverdale lutheran church saints and sinners salvation has come to you today so rejoice as you head out on your limbs amen (coughs)
1: For the many places of hunger and suffering, inspire courage and in leaders to stand up for what is right and stand against oppression and violence. Lord, in your mercy. In your and gracious God, we give you thanks for our first responders and we ask for your protection and guidance. Be with all those fighting fires in the West and in California and with those in danger or who have lost their homes or loved ones. Lord, in your mercy. In your we pray for all those serving in the military at home abroad. Guide and give discernment for our, grace o- our peace officers. Watch over them and their families. Lord, in your mercy. In your Almighty God, be with the victims of injustice and violence. We pray that our justice system can function to limit and correct violence and injury. Lord, in your mercy. In your we pray for your blessings in our schools. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. Be with parents and give them grace and parents. peace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. And continue to pour out your spirit upon your church. And at Silverdale Lutheran Church, that we would connect more to you. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayers.
0: God, we, in particular today, remember Pastor Jonathan as he's come down with bacterial pneumonia. So we pray for his healing. We pray, God, for Virginia Olson, as she is in the last stages of her life. We pray for Kim Grasmick, as she recovers from bronchitis and being hospitalized. God, we celebrate today um, in the baptisms of Antonio and Cynthia. We pray, God, that you would bless them in this sacrament and in this promise. God, we pray for Kelsey Crane as she recovers from her surgery, for George Gillis as he continues to recover from his fall and continues hospitalized in Seattle, we give thanks that he's now out of ICU. God, we pray for Peggy Gregg as she recovers from surgery at Martha Mary, for all those facing cancer, God, for Priscilla, Elizabeth, Angela, Gary, Dave, Jim, Ron, Kathy, and Carol, all our deployed in military support and families, and all those on our continued prayer list, we bring them to you now, um, and we bring others now, aloud or in the quiet of our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, God, these we pray and entrust to you, and we give thanks that now as we come to your table, we commune with the church on earth and the church in heaven. And we pray all of this, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The peace of the Lord be with you all. Please share that peace with those around you. Uh, so if you go and eat there today, go grab a pizza before the big game today, or go there afterwards, um, 20% goes to Backpack for Kids, but you need to tell them that that, or grab one of the flyers that are in the narthex today. Finally, as this is All Saints Day, and we often get feedback from people of how helpful it is when family members fill out their preparation for their service, their memorial service. Um, and so these forms are in the narthex. Greg um, Patterson said we could share that he just got back from his mom's service and she had done everything, and what a blessing that was for the family. So, young or old, this is a great thing for you to do. These forms are in the narthex. We'd love to encourage you to do that. All right, this morning, During the offering or after or before communion, you're invited to come forward and light a candle um, in remembrance of a saint who has gone out on a limb for you. Um, You can see that we've got different methods for lighting these candles. We've got the little acolyte deal. We've got some other little lighters and we've got some of these guys. Um, You can light and then either blow it out or hand it to someone else who's near you. Okay? During communion is before or after is great. I suppose they could do it very naturally if they want. So okay, that's it. Let's continue with (laughs) our. with John Jeffries, with Earl Wants, Esther Anderson, Linda Johnson, Edie McKelvey, Heather Pesa, Henry Taylor, Charles Huff, Joanne Morris, Floyd Michael Michelson, Norman couple Nancy Christensen, and Christine Chiazon. With all these and all the saints, with the choirs of angels and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Do this in remembrance of me as we pray the prayer of the has taught us Our father who art in heaven Hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses As we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus, reveal yourself to us in the breaking of this bread as you once revealed yourself to your disciples. You may be seated. The gifts of God are ready for the people of heaven.
1: cup of salvation, you have united us with Christ, making us one with all your people. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that you may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen light of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
0: May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you can give you